Welcome to the Polarized Podcast. I am your host, James, the forever guest. I am introducing today. It's weird. I know the guests, the guests coming in, taking over. I do it every now and then. I, I uh, take advantage of uh, the great Brandini's good graces. Um, <laughs> he's he's here, by the way, too. Before he comes in, though, I got to tell you what's going on in this dang podcast. You might have just clicked on. Maybe you're just a huge Con Air fan. You just search yeah, yeah. Con Air. You're like, I need all podcasts re- pertaining to Con Air, no matter the type of uh, whatever they're, yeah. however they're going to discuss it, whatever context. Context here is polarizing movies. Not everyone agrees on the movies that we talk about here. Some uh, some love it, some hate it. Those two camps are the audiences and the critics. They always disagree here on mm-hmm. all the movies that we talk about. This one is uh, not the most polarizing movie, but it is a rotten. Critics, 58%. A fresh popcorn symbol, 75% for the audience. And it was not critically favored. It is audience favored. And uh, all I have to say is, dear hummingbird, break up the fine china, (laughs) chill the lemonade, and tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree, because this boy's coming home. To his ladies, welcome to the Great Brandini Show, everyone. Get on in here. Hello. Brandini. Yes. This Brandini's hey. coming home to his ladies. I'm, com- <laughs> I'm, coming, I'm coming home. home. Oh, um, yeah. Do you think his accent is offensive to people from Alabama, or do you think they love it? I think that's one of the more polarizing things in a movie full of really oh, touchy, uh, sensitive uh, uh, racially and <laughs> well, everyone else about anything. It, it's <laughs> it's insensitive for a lot for a lot of reasons, <laughs> but I think uh, the southern accent for for Nick Cage. I feel like I've the reviews I've read. It's either I'm from the south and it's not accurate, but I love it for just good. Just, I hope people love like it. you yeah. know and enjoying. Uh, He's trying, the, I guess. <laughs> the campy sort of laugh laughing at the sort of movie side of things, rather than you know, like it's like you're in on on the joke a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. So as a couple SoCal surfer dudes, if there's some uh, SoCal surfer I know, dudes so, talking yeah. like, you know, making Just fun of us, like we get it. I don't completely know. Completely unaware. But hey, we're here. We're back. We're, we're back, baby. Back, it's been baby. It's, it's been a little a little bit. It's been a let's, minute. Let's let's I don't know. Let's chat for a bit before we jump into spoiler alert, a fun ass movie. I think that's not really a spoiler. I think most people that way about it but yeah yeah it's, it it's a fun ass movie it's an ass fun movie i don't know it's Either an way. ass fun movie dude. Ass fun super movie, yeah. ass fun well i mean yeah, it I relates it. to the movie a little bit but you took a trip you took a plane to vegas uh, i didn't uh, i didn't take a plane week. but oh, i was in vegas maybe yeah oh, okay viva las vegas <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? viva yeah. las vegas baby yeah yeah man uh, yeah. that's kind of what you know i think that's what spawned this a uh, little bit because i was uh went on a big old trip to vegas and you know was knew i was gonna be brain dead so i was like let's pick up you two was like we movie. need help great brandini you gotta open for our sphere show man there's just been so, so you opened for them sphere and... content yeah we opened for them i was mm-hmm. actually that dj in them out there um yeah 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 but no it was um it was a good time man really really good time went to that uh festival got to see kendrick lamar that was my highlight um really really great shit uh yeah what a what a performer that guy is had a blast though hung out with a bunch of people and then yeah i don't know we uh we're here how about you what have you been up to everything okay uh, with you? yeah i mean i uh 
What what is what's been going on with me? I I guess I did a couple concerts myself. I I don't because I'm, I'm trying to remember last time I was on the pod last what I talked about. But if we're doing a, mm-hmm. we're in concert report, uh, I went to Pixies, Modest Mouse, Cat Power in the opposite order. It was Cat Power and then Modest Mouse and then Pixies uh, was headlining. But uh, that was an amazing show at the Hollywood what Bowl. Amazing show. absolutely amazing all like all my shit all like i just love all those bands um wish i'd gone i'd been there a bit earlier for cat power i don't know i've said 7 30 i got there like right on time and she was already on playing a few songs i was like oh man you should i thought it was i i was fashionably late look at how fashionable i am um but but she was uh on time and and fashionable i don't know how she does it and then all of that yeah yeah doing that for a while a lot of legacy acts at this point, right, James? And I know, know they're showing, uh, showing our age. Yes, definitely. When they're grouping them together, it really like s- tells me what kind of person I am. Because I'm uh-huh. like, that's exactly what I want to see. And then getting tickets for that, I got tickets for the Death Cab for Cutie playing all of trans Transatlantis. Uh, I heard about this, and yeah, then and also down. Postal Service playing their full album front to back jenny lewis yeah. is going to be there and all that shit too so it's like i'm like oh well yeah i'm i just all these shows they're just speaking directly to me and so it's yeah it's interesting it being uh promoted that way but god damn it it isn't cool it's just especially <laughs> when you see like because you saw the shins uh, somewhat it. recently too so was it shoots too narrow yeah. but, and they were just playing that album front to back and it's like they're doing these they do these like anniversary shows where they just play these albums that you just love so much and to go to a show knowing exactly what to expect is pretty great um and then uh, <laughs> it is great you know that is kind of a good quality about it because yeah you definitely know what the uh, set list is gonna look like it's great um, if you don't as well but it's it's there's something to it where you're where yeah at least if i am gonna see a death cab for cutie show I'm probably most likely, I don't know, not going to make a huge deal out of it. Cause I'm like, Oh, well, if they're playing all their new stuff, I'm not sure if I'm going to like pon- pony up to go up and, and, and make a, make a thing out of it. But the fact that they're putting those two albums together really speaks to like a time in my life where those, those really hit. And that's exactly like what I would want to see if they were to play a show. So it's like, ah, you got me. Um, you fucking Shut got up me. And take my money. <laughs> oh, cat power. Modest mouse makes. Yeah. You fucking got me. It is um, so interesting to me that I, Cab Power was the headliner. I didn't realize that Cab Power. She was not the headliner. She opened, uh, and then it oh, went. She and then I'm it went Modest Mouse, oh, okay. and then uh, Pixies was headliner. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, yes, and Modest Mouse, yeah, sounded really fucking good. I've seen some shows where they're. Where, yeah, I, I love hit that or band. Miss with them. Hit or miss, and yeah. it was a big hit for me. And then one last show that I went to uh, nice. was uh, I went back to the Shrine. You and I saw Jamie XX there one time. Correct. And it was uh, the same setup, except I saw Kelly Lee Owens and fucking Underworld. Um, wow. How many bars were there? And were there just the no same, lines? Yeah, it was the same exact thing. It's so funny because when you first walk in, there's a couple Crazy. bars and there's like a there's a line at both yeah. of them. And you're kind of like, oh, so I, I grabbed my drink. It didn't take too long, but I grabbed it and then went in. And then there's just like 
five five <laughs> to seven bars on one side five to seven on the other side. i don't know it's like five bartenders on one five on the other and then there's no lines i'm like i feel bad oh there's like all these lines in the very front they got to get people in here <laughs> yeah right uh, absolutely that's so funny because yeah it's yeah. just it's a unique situation because i mean yeah typically the bars are located in the uh, lobby area and when you walk in right but yeah god that is so dangerous to have them literally next to the dance floor oh yeah <laughs> And it was, just, yeah, it was done so with one. You're like, well, I might as well get another. Woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's ample room for everyone. There's, it's like a nice, clean, flat, uh, you know, like dance floor that you can slip and slide on and everything. Yeah. And there, I don't know. There was just like, uh, just good. It was a good crew of, of old kind of rave, older kind of ravers. Um, nineties, yeah, sure. early two thousands kind of, kind of ravers just kind of going, going hard. And that show. Yeah. Those, Kelly Leones wasn't like singing or anything. It was just DJ set, but that was, I love her. She's, she's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I, I can always see another show yeah. of hers. Fuck yeah. And yeah. I'm glad we're, uh, we're getting out there. We're seeing, seeing music. Uh, it's something yeah. that I just crave more and more and, and having those moments. I, I just, yeah, I look forward to. And it's the best. even when it like, yeah. I'm like, ah, I don't know if I can, if I, you know, the Kelly Leones underworld show, like one of my, cats died recently and so it was the day after that and i was like oh, i don't know i don't know this is a lot to kind of do i'm not in like the proper headspace to handle this but then once you're there it's a really cathartic experience seeing live music regardless of what uh what mood you're in um and oh i'd also really like to see i don't know if i hope it's still going uh fucking stop making sense is oh my god in, uh, movie oh, theaters i'd really like to see that speaking of of live music and just being able to see uh um that movie in theaters i think would be really fun i should i should go out and do that i think so too the god there was i saw a tiktok of there they were showing it where it was like kind of an underground club and it was being projected on a oh, screen cool. and i feel like that would be just such an ideal way to see that mm-hmm. because yeah like sitting down for it sure sounds nice because it's a john what is it uh jonathan demi Demi? jonathan demi yeah uh movie and it looks great and it's so fun to watch but yeah to be more in like a concert-esque sort of way would just be you know where people are having beers and totally dancing around and stuff would be really fun absolutely yeah if there are some special shows in la that are particularly doing that Mm -hmm. where it's more of that kind of experience rather than a theater apparently there's like this theater like they uh they just made like down the road from us it's like a they show like old like screenings of older movies and then they have all these like videos that you can rent and, and shit you can rent there and everything like videos and dvds and stuff uh and i, I guess david david Byrne went there and and watched the movie there and uh yeah oh, i saw I, pictures and i was like so fuck sick. that's so cool that he was like <laughs> down the road down the yeah. way from me like watching his own movie and and all that um but yeah, I'd really like to check that out. Um, fuck, fuck yeah. man. Well, uh, I, I got a show coming up too. the end of this month. I'm going to go see the rap boys. I don't know if you've heard that band at all. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Pretty fun stuff as well. But yeah, God, just concerts are the fucking best. I feel I felt so like, even though I was really like brain dead, I felt so rejuvenated after going to that festival because yeah, I think. Yes. Live music just fills the soul definitely we're huge we're huge fans of music here but we're also huge fans of movies right big this is a, a movie and, fans. and i'm a big fan of this movie this I don't is know, such uh, a movie i don't want to uh, yeah i don't want to 
you know, this is keep my cards close to the vest at all on this. No, nah, that's just get it out there and shout from the mountaintops that this movie is so much fucking fun and yeah. I really enjoy the shit out of it. This and like I, <laughs> I picture like Bruckheimer or I don't know, maybe whoever or whoever may be approaching, maybe it's someone approaching Bruckheimer and be like, Hey, like, what if, what if there was this big plane flying somewhere and they had to like transfer all the most dangerous criminals and then the criminals like took it over and oh, and then explosions. And it's like, and it was just like, and then what if, and then what if like it, and that's a lot of his movies for that matter. But this one works on, on exactly that level for me that Mm, I just buy in almost immediately. And it's in such, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's in such Congress, Congress with itself. Like it has such a pace. It sticks to Mm. it. It doesn't like veer, veer off the pathway. I mean, it's, it's really a traveling movie. And I think that does help its case a lot where it's just going from point A to B and Mm -hmm. you can't really fuck around with it and get too up its own ass, which I mean, it does in in it, but a very fun sort of way. Uh, It's, it's a straight shot out of a pistol into my heart and i and i love it as well yeah <laughs> oh and y- yeah just from no I, there's no way because I, I this movie is a cold classic it wasn't obviously you know the reason we're talking about it wasn't favored by critics because obviously there are very glaring like issues <laughs> god i'm so apprehensive to say issues because in my mind they're part of its character they're yeah. like you know what make it um unique and Mm -hmm. uniquely enjoyable in comparison to like other Bruckheimer movies or other movie action movies of the same elk, because there are a lot of those movies that fall flat because they're not really fun or funny, Mm -hmm. or they're just too ridiculous that you're just constantly being like, Oh, you know, or are you fucking kidding me? Or too realistic, which the action action movies, Especially in our childhood, like, I don't know, or even post Dark Knight and, and all the Bourne stuff was all very, and after, I mean, even post 9-11 and everything, it was just like all very grounded in realism and like the mm. the consequences of, of some of the action that is placed. And this is just like so carefree and willy-nilly fun sort of way of doing it. And you have you have to buy in early or 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 tap out early as well like it's 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 either gonna hit you right off the yes. bat or or you're just gonna like <laughs> that is reject it and, and that's <laughs> i think even getting to the the polarizing nature right off the bat is like it's a big dumb action movie for better or worse and i think that that's a lot of the critics issues with it but then if you take those things away that don't make it that and try to fix it yeah quotations in some way then you're going to bring both of those scores down because then it's just going to suck on all fronts. It's just going to be like vanilla and, and lukewarm and, 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 and basic, you know, and I, I, totally. I don't know. I'm, I would, and there's, I don't know. I'm trying to it, think of like what, what makes like some, some of the best action movies for us. And I, and I think there's just this period of time here where it's like, this is Nicholas Cage's action movie phase with face off and all that shit. It's like, it's hard to, it's oh, hard to this beat is that. A, yeah, he's in what I would say like is he just it's a grand slam happening for him right now where mm-hmm. we're coming off of leaving Las Vegas, which he won in an Academy another Award Vegas for. movie, another Vegas movie. But also then it's the rock. 
Honeymoon to Vegas. Sorry, I had to, I was like, oh, he's oh, yeah. in so many Vegas movies. Honeymoon to Vegas, and then his Snake Eyes in Snake Vegas eyes. as well. Yeah, Snake okay. Eyes is in Vegas too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, I know sure. gambling. I wasn't sure if it was Vegas. Wouldn't be surprised if like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. There's other. One there's got to be. There's yeah, there's be. another one out there. But yeah, the string of uh, movies he's been in is The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off. Holy fucking Fuck. shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Wow! Wowie wow! Holy shit! What a what a trifecta of um and yeah, leaving Las Vegas is really great too. That kind of kicks it off because yeah, before that um yeah, he wins a he fucking was, Oscar and then he just goes has, and has fun and, and it has, seems like he does exactly what he wants uh, in this period of time and that eventually I I feel like maybe bites him in the ass where he does a lot of what he wants and he doesn't think about uh, the sure. financial consequences maybe and so he has to. Make it back and yeah. do things maybe that he doesn't necessarily want to do. But damn it, he's a good actor and he makes it look like he does want to be there uh-huh. every time. And he probably does. I don't know. He's he's just a consummate professional. And that's those are the stories that I hear. And this yeah. one, he's so like tuned into the bullshit that he's doing. He's got it uh-huh. all figured out in his head. And it's completely asinine like bullshit, but he's got it all figured out. I don't Absolutely. know if that makes sense, but he does. No, it does. Cause <laughs> I think you're speaking at the heart of this, which is again, part, there are performances in this that have a lot of are very committed though. Insane. Yeah. Very flat and stereo stereotype based on stereotypes a lot based on. Yeah. So that's where you get into the critical side of it is like all of these characters are based like, they're very shallow very thin as what what the concept is but everybody as the actor commits to what that what that kind of person would be and it just makes for such an enjoyable watch because yeah the roster on there's a lot of fun characters deep as hell so many actors that um yeah you can really just have been acting in uh yeah because like for a long time and because they're great and um i mean man when it, you know what's funny to think about is like when it comes to john malkovich it's like this is the movie i think about him right like i don't know if there is a, if <laughs> it's, another it, it, movie. it's kind of weird or a cheat to be to think of being john malkovich but yeah I got, sure yeah no totally of, but it's you know hard because it, it's just like it's, it's in, fun, yeah you know, it's all part yeah, of it but it's in the name for mm-hmm. sure but but this is um, like an af- yeah for sure like a legendary role for him uh in a, uh, what what other what, what other things are is he a villain in cuz i feel like he just makes such a great villain i think there's a in the Clint Eastwood movie that i'm not super familiar with but he he's in that run as well where he's he's very much villainous um i think his character in burn after reading is so weird and fun too but um it. And Bill Hader's impression of him on uh, SNL, also very good, <laughs> just a side note. Uh, but he, I think, expressed frustration in my little IMDb trivia notes that, you know, they were rewriting the script every single day and he just wasn't sure what his character was. And so he's yeah. kind of flying by the seat of his pants. But then, I don't know, you put a very uh, accomplished, professional, thespian like him in the midst of all these goons and, you know, he's he's going to lay down, lay down the jams, man. He's going <laughs> to, he, he's, it really feels like he's just hold, he's trying to hold the chaos together. And I feel like that's uh-huh. what the set was as well. Was it just all these meatheads? Mm. And he's kind of, he's like, I gotta be kind of the brains a little bit here. <laughs> oh my God. Which is just such an ideal. 
position for him to be in because I think he just thrives so much on his like he is a particular person he he could he just comes off as can be probably pretty controlling and has just a like you know very complex and vision of something and wants to see that through and people that aren't like helping and assisting in that way could be uh frustrating to him because he just also intimidating yeah he did seem he seems very standoffish yeah right maybe that's just you know, uh, seen but no, 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 Cyrus the virus is absolutely legendary of a character. Um, Big time. I, yeah, I love him in this. And I mean, How about, yeah, uh, I oh, oh, he's he is the un, unsung hero of this movie. Well I think put. without, yeah, I agree. right? Yeah, well, like, ah, uh, he is the glue that really. Uh, uh-huh. you know, pun intended, grounds this movie. Am I right? Mm. <laughs> Hello, mm. <laughs> pop and off, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that joke I, really landed. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> we're heating up. We're heating up. We're on. F- we're we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna catch on fire here. So, Come on, man. Uh, well, look out! Look out Watch, man. Out, man. <laughs> Watch out, man! Watch uh, out, man! <laughs> In the land of the king. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. So John Cusack loved him. Um, He's, he is a. I, I love it. He, like a smart. Uh, he plays such a a smart guy. Uh, hmm. in a way that i i don't know i really enjoy because he's always like very like almost too intelligent for his own good and it's a, to his detriment and this is kind of that. But I yeah. love how I don't know. It's it always works for me when somebody's pretty competent at their job and there's mm-hmm. a lot of competency coming out of Cusack. It's not because I think in a worse off movie that I've seen before, that's like adjacent to this would be, he's kind of like, Whoa, like, Oh, I've lost control. And he's like freaking out because totally. his baby of this trip has gone completely off the rails. They lay that the on the, on his heel or like the other guy, they put that on all him on, all of the other dude and then uh yeah cole meany <laughs> cole yes Meany, man. and then they make him john cusack maintain his cool and mm-hmm. uh able to like get the job done like he is not uh, he he fucking hates cole and all and all that shit obviously but he's not kind to, of a leftist a little it's bit. not to the point That's that he's spiteful and in, in so far that it'll affect his job performance he gets the fucking job done regardless of all the shit that he has to fucking deal with. And that's, yeah. that's what I like is that it doesn't really affect his performance. And, you know, he takes the dude's car, but in my mind that seems circumstantial. And even if he didn't hate it, him, totally like, oh, it, just, it just goes it fast. Totally- like, even if I liked the guy, I might be like, Hey, sorry, I got to take your car. And like, you know, whatever, but it just worked out that way. And it was even more fun and sending it through the watchtower was fucking awesome effect. Oh, yeah. Amazing well, effect yeah that's uh, that, yeah you're so right because like at the end of the day uh cusack comes out being like a real hero of this having navigated all of the you know issues of the movie that are that are that happened within the movie and um yeah i don't know getting them i well let's just i'm just thinking about there are a fair amount of casualties but that's not really on cusack but nonetheless no. yeah you come out feeling like yeah he cusack really yeah. 
was great at his job and, and helped to get this all figured out. The only thing is I feel like he makes a linen suit look like how I would look in a linen suit instead of how like Pierce Brosnan does look in very like world is, not, world is not enough. <laughs> There's a lot of creases. I don't know. Yeah, it's a very a hot of, day. It looks like fabric. And, it, and it just, yeah, it's very like not fitted to him and it's very yeah, baggy. Too big. And mm-hmm. there, there's a shit ton of wrinkles and, and creases, and it just looks like he's he had a long shoot day, and you can yeah. see every crease in it. And I'm like, man, I always want a suit like that and want to look like world is not enough. And I don't know how they they must have really just been oh, ironing that. Great. I don't know, steaming that yeah, suit steaming between it. between every take for Pierce on uh, world is not enough because that suit looks great. Or maybe he's just a very handsome man. Quick Bond tangent. It's yes. that time of the year, and I have. I, yeah, I'm just back, back in bond again, you know, just doing bond again. Um, doing the, the Pierce Brosnan stuff recently. Oh, okay. That's the phase. Yeah. So back at, I've been meaning to go back through the T the couple T Dalts. I've been wanting to rewatch those two again. I feel like, oh yeah, it's, ah, they're just what on Amazon. I feel like they're, yeah. I don't know. They always kind of jump around. Yeah. Jump around, jump, 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 jump around. Jump, get down, <laughs> jump, 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 jump. Don't, hey, <laughs> that yeah, always makes me walk. think of uh, Happy Gilmore. There's like a little montage of where they oh, play that yeah. song. It's such a oh. montage song. That's a montage movie. How many montages are in that? Movie? Ooh, what is? No, no, we Rocky. Is it Rocky Four? Rocky Four is the most. <laughs> what is it? Is the most montage movie, right? Oh my god! Yeah, I was trying to. It's three or four. I feel like it's four. So many, so that we were joking about the fact that it's like, wow, this movie must have cost next to nothing. (laughs) It's it's just, it's just uh, recycled clips of the previous movie, and then (laughs) the rest of it is all a montage. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um. (laughs) So, Golden Eye is the best uh, Pierce Brosnan, right? Yeah, hands down for me. I mean, that movie is one of my favorite Bond movies in general. Like, <laughs> yeah. like a, Mar- a Martin Campbell, like him yeah. doing that and Casino Royale, and like Casino Royale. Oh, yeah. those, those two. And then what's the guy guy? It's, it is guy. His I, name is guy I Hamilton. Hamilton. That's guy the Hamilton, guy. Yeah. That's the guy. I like, I, like, I like him a lot too. He's directed uh, some hits for me, but that's, is that your favorite too? Is it, what's your second favorite uh, Pierce? Second favorite Pierce is probably, I think it just goes in diminishing returns for me. If I were to put them yeah. in order, you know, I think I might just, switch world is not enough and tomorrow never dies. I would switch those, uh, but yeah, then you got just, Denise Richard. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is, like, Michelle Yeoh really, is so much better. Yeah. Like I, I would almost agree with you that to, like, that's what it hangs on between the two is I the know. fact that that world is not enough has Denise that has Christmas Jones and she is the most wooden, like, she, I don't know. She's got to be just an example of like, you want to see what it's, yeah. What not to do when it comes to being a wooden hollow. Yeah. Like just, I don't know, like a, a car- cardboard cutout. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm a rocket scientist. So what? Well, what of that? What's your name anyways? <laughs> um, yeah, what if uh, Con Air was a Bond girl? That would have been cool. Yeah, <laughs> just first name Con, last name Air is what you're. <laughs> is that what you're getting at? No, just like he, yeah, he just comes out as like a 
a femme fatale or something, or he's like laying on the bed when James Bond comes to a gets gets and checks into a hotel room, walks in and sees just Nicolas Cage laying on the bed with that hair. Wow, yeah, with that hair. I mean, God, yeah. I mean, it's hard to mistake him as a man. No, it's did not. you that, did that you order looks, room service? <laughs> wig, wig looks insane almost the entire time of the movie. <laughs> um, what a look! And he's just like, yeah, and he's ripped. It's it's really it's really his prime. Ripped, I, yeah. I feel like, yeah, and he starts so young in his career. It's kind of crazy. And there's Super multiple young. dips in his in his career. I feel like too, where he goes into Crazy Town, comes Era. back around, and mm-hmm. yeah, uh, for sure, does like redeemable stuff or legit stuff. But then I don't know. It's just he never seems to lose steam in himself. He never seems to lose spirit or, or anything. And uh, <laughs> this this movie just uh, yeah, it, it gives me life. I, I feel like I've seen it many times, and. I could watch it again right now and, and, uh, and be fine. Absolutely. Me too. I, I feel like I, it, it's, it is one of those movies too, where I almost forget some parts of the beginning because I would always pick Let's it up. Let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. I would always like pick Let's, up that song like, midway <laughs> through or something on TV and just like, Oh, it's sure. finished Con Air. Mm-hmm that it, the part that I've seen the least is probably like the, there's like an opening military montage and yep, in exactly. in speaking of montages and, and everything about his service. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like hair. honorably discharged, right? And then, uh-huh. yep, uh, yeah, at a bar where a couple fellas up to no good trying to make some do trouble like in Nick Cage's neighborhood. Do you, um, do you dig it at all? How do I breathe without <laughs> you? That one, yeah, yeah, Trisha yeah. Yearwood. How do I live? Um, I think how it's a pretty I, bitchin', bitchin song. I, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, I thought it was Leanne Rhymes, which she does a version uh, of the song, but mm-hmm. it's Trisha Yearwood, which yeah, like I just, I'm not, Trisha I'm not Yearwood. Fami- too familiar with her career. But this movie starts off like a music video, which this director Simon West is a music video director. Mm, it was funny to hear him in an sense. interview talk about how let's go to an old before- steel mill and shoot there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be raining. Um, <laughs> that's what i did with trisha she loved it (laughs) she loved it um the music video shot before this was uh rick astley's never gonna give you up and that not sure if you've heard of that song anybody (laughs) i know right but it wasn't no most people had not heard that song by the time he was uh plucked to be the director of this so it was funny for him to be like it's not like people were on set being like oh the rick astley guy oh yeah you made the budweiser frogs nice (laughs) exactly everybody was like oh i love that budweiser frog commercial you did and so um, i'm sure they were actually telling them that on set Oh no! The, he said. He oh, okay. said as All much. the guys are like, "Oh yeah, yeah hell me up, bro! I love that. I watch that on Sunday night football Absolutely. every night." He Sunday. said as much, and um, so yeah, like, and it's just so crazy how many directors, um, that's their start is to do music videos and then to transition into, uh, films. Um, because yeah, yeah I don't know. You just such a, lot a of different scale, types of directors, a smaller scale pr- production um that's where michael bay w- comes from which co- is coming up david fincher oh, with the rock uh, i don't know where the rock is in this before or after but yeah. the rock is before i believe it goes the rock con air face off gotcha. that's how that ch- chops up um but yeah uh the music video at mobile alabama <laughs> is where we're at right now and uh you just immediately are introduced to uh 
Nick Cage's, t- uh, yeah, borderline offensive uh, Southern accent uh, because he's he- talking to his baby girl who's pregnant and is a waitress at a bar. Yeah, he's got a no wig. He's got normal hair. Got the accent. He's talking to her flat stomach. Uh, she's like six packs. She's fresh, fresh, wash, freshly pe- pregnant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he must have just had sex in the bathroom. I, and I know. Took- <laughs> well, yeah, it makes you wonder because it's like I thought he was in the military. How did, yeah. yeah, he must have came oh, home what? and so with the uniform on, just unzipped. And <laughs> it was so funny to me that he arrived to the bar via boat. Oh, did he really? <laughs> and I was like, there's a, a doctor. <laughs> is is that where the guys clocked him or is, or maybe it's just, no, no, no. It's just, that's, um, you know, that's where he, he gets off the, mm-hmm. which is so, uh, just cracked me up because it is like more metaphorical because logistically there's no way the military is just sending people out back home via boat. Like they're <laughs> definitely sending you via plane. You can't get him on a plane <laughs> that early in the movie. You gotta save, save a little yeah, bit exactly. before you get him in the plane. Cause right you know people are you know, gonna blow their load and just be like oh, oh my god, my god. It's, uh, oh it's another plane yeah uh, <laughs> it's just a normal one. Oh, boring i'm not interested in this movie anymore let's see him in a boat yeah let's see con boat con <laughs> con or i just just con oh, water that's con the, water. that's the sequel yeah oh con boat. did oh, you hear Simon about West. speaking of uh oh, 90s what? action movies did you hear about the sequel that was announced no stop what heat two. Oh, shit. michael mann announced it so the michael mann's doing it and adam fucking drivers in it because he liked working with him so much in that ferrari movie that's coming out uh-huh that movie looks great i mean i'm just pumped yeah. for a michael mann movie that guy how old is he now he's like in his 80s almost right probably we just came Amazing. up on our last episode i feel like too because i was talking about watching collateral ah yes with <laughs> another very wiggy movie Right, that's 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 a wig, right? Or that's, didn't? Oh, uh, probably. And Tom Cruise, uh, probably. Tom Cruise, yeah. yeah. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Oh man, I'll have to watch that again. To um, it feels like it. Yeah, it just feels so unnatural for him to. It's, yeah, I don't know so, if it's like dyed, but yeah, it's probably just a wig. It's it's so weird to me that there are people in Mobile, Alabama, that are so anti. Yeah. Uh, like military. <laughs> it's just. It's. I don't know. They're and like that pissed, might be like, my, re- my it's own. It's like reasons <laughs> like it's for people like you that we lost in Vietnam. There's no. How old is he? When was Vietnam was in what the seventy? I'm sorry. Yeah, that guy. Those guys were the same age as Nick Cage. Like, what are they? What are they doing with their lives? It would have been. I don't know. Fucking sixteen in Vietnam. There's no way. Yeah, but nonetheless. So they just. Like, they probably just think he's like dishonorably discharged or something. Like he's. That is giving the movie way more credit than yeah. it's due because they just no, like his light, his lady. They, that's what it's all about. Is they love his, you know, his. I'd wife. take a beating to have my life to have a piece of that woman real foreshadowing am i right yeah i mean those <laughs> those arms are deadly weapons they should have known so that i I, I forgot that the for some reason i thought the he was gonna like punch him on the ground or something till he died but i didn't realize that it was gonna be a slow motion like palm uppercut to the oh nose. yeah he just like sent his nose into his brain <laughs> i didn't realize that you could do that there was i like how there was a reaction from the other guys are like fuck okay shit 
He did the nose punch. He's totally dead. We got to get out of here. He's fucking dead. Yeah. Oh, man. And then what a terrible Willikers. You would assume that, you know, as a guy Cam from Huckleberry. the service, that he would have been assigned like some JAG guy. I know because JAG's like solely for in, in military stuff, but like be assigned a lawyer that wasn't such a such a lame ass. God, that guy oh was the God. worst lawyer I've ever seen. He's like, you're guilty. Just just give up. <laughs> yeah, right I got to even have, have the trial. <laughs> yet. And he's like, dude, you're not going to win this because I'm awful at my job. So I'm letting you know. I wish they, they even played that screwed. even more like he had a little flask and he's like, yeah, he's just like sweaty. Like, yeah, his tie is loose and everything. He's just like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, there's no chance here. <laughs> but uh, but good luck. Yeah, and I'll, I'll right. see you on the other side. I'll, I'll be waiting for you. <laughs> uh so that, crazy there was and then, multiple things that we're, we're talking about or that just don't make sense but it's it's fine it's fine it's fine because it's getting us to point a from point a to point b very quickly the pace and if you don't yeah if you don't it's think moving. about it it's just like well we need him to be here so let's how do we get there and it's you know it was I, a righteous like, kill it was a righteous kill i mean <laughs> who, who what <laughs> I think most guys would, you know, aside from having to go to jail for so long, would love to be their arms to be considered. (laughs) (laughs) And then when you see them in that tank top, you're like, we get it. Those are registered (laughs) weapons right there. Those are killing machines. It's just, Um, it's funny how they, yeah, they like, they just make it so, so straightforward of like, they're just bad dudes. They hate the best things. They hate this guy that's in the military they're jealous of the pretty woman and all that he has. And it's like, so you as the audience is just like, duh, I hate those guys. I want them to go away. And it's For like, sure. oh, no, then he's in trouble. It's like, oh, I like him. Why is he in trouble? And then you just need the shittiest lawyer to get him to jail. And it's just all these things are just set up in such a such a straightforward, basic way. But this is only within the first, like, 10 minutes of the movie. I feel like all this oh, is easy. happening. And then he, he gets sent to jail. And then I think this is when the title card goes, Whoopee, Con Air. Like it just like goes. Yeah, we're like Oh, the I'm, music I'm in this movie in this movie is fantastic. I uh once we get to it, I shared the uh music for the Carson City is the title of the song from the soundtrack. But yeah, this movie, meanwhile, like like we were saying, is uh music it looks like a music video. We're moving super quick. There's this underlying like ripping guitar throughout all of this stuff, even the heavy stuff where he gets um, sent to jail, which, yeah, man, the jail he got sent to is comic, like legitimately comical because there Mm. is a shot of the jail that looks like it's from you know, almost like Tim Burton's Batman where things just in the jail are on fire and there's (laughs) just like papers and just shit all over the place. Um, And they just really just show like one hallway. They show the, like his bunk and him writing like his, to his daughter, dear daughter, it has been this long and I still miss you. Please keep sending those pink pink (laughs) snowballs because I've become very popular. (laughs) Oh, it looks like there's another race riot. Well, don't you worry a little head. I'm going to bring you home a bunny and maybe a pack of smokes from my diabetic friend. I... (laughs) Baby-o. Perfect name for a person with a uh, exaggerated southern accent to keep saying over and over again in the movie. (laughs) Um, 
you know, I feel like they reverse engineered baby O to be like, what is, yeah. What is something that would almost like it? Baby O sounds like the trigger word you would Nicholas Cage would need to say in order to get, <laughs> to get into, into into his, <laughs> into his <laughs> Alabama accent. So they're like, you know what? Yeah. Let's just make the character this. Um, so he can just keep saying it. So yeah, he can stay in it. Um, I thought, I feel like he, he couldn't even raise his voice too high there. I don't know if that was the accent uh, thing or if that was just his character, but he was just like, I can only talk in this dulcet yeah. tone. I can't get any higher because I'm kind of doing a little bit of an Elvis thing. And I watched a lot of <laughs> Elvis video. I don't know. It was just, even when he had like defend himself against Cyan Cyanara and uh, Cyrus and you're like, Hey man, this is your barbecue. And it was like, it would, it was like, Oh, he, he almost like raised his voice a little bit. Uh, I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was a character thing or if like, he just couldn't yell that accent. I felt like he couldn't yell. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a uh, probably not like there's i once i saw yelling i can't do it anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's oh i didn't even think about that but totally yeah he's if just I muffle it, it a little bit it'll make a sound like uh -huh. the funny thing is it, uh, it makes it, it it makes him cool because there is so many crazy stressful situations and he doesn't emote like loudly he just always kind of like it's cool moves, to calm through, the pressure, yeah. moves through it you know with <laughs> a slow draw and um and it makes him cool you know what it's not a he's bug like it's a so feature. over it he's just like can we just not like can we just uh can we not can take we over this place so i can just go and see my daughter and then like he does want to stick up for justice and what's right his voice is just being like, it's okay, baby. Yeah. And it's a very much save the cat situation where even though he kills a person in the beginning, save the, save the insulin, you save the insulin. Yes. In this situation. But yeah, it's just, there's, he is such a, uh, so excited about going to see his daughter. Um, you know, he's telling all of the guards as he's getting transferred to go onto this, uh, onto this airplane in which, uh, we, as as an audience uh get told about yeah jailbird and what's happening on jailbird <laughs> there's a name for really, it there's a logo that, there's a that logo. Kind of shit is so funny we talked about an armageddon and it's just like they had the spaceship where they're going off to the the asteroid to blow it up and all that shit and on the spaceship are all these like cool fucking logos yeah. and there's names yeah. for the spaceship and that shit just makes me crack up so oh. much where it's like we got these fucking graphic artists like let's get them to make something for the set design to like really plus it up. We're not just going to have like a rickety old plant. Like let's, let's throw something on the side there to, to, to add to it. I don't know. It just, it's Make uh, it a character. Really? It's fun. It, yeah. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. It, it is a character. In the movie. Yeah, absolutely. And it was fun to hear Simon West talk about how, you know, it realistically that would have been transferred on a different airplane, like an updated airplane. But I think to this, uh, a point that he made about the plane and like his approach to the plane also is something that was applied to a lot of facets of the movie that continue to why like are have made this movie continue to be great because hmm instead of picking an up more like of that present time plane they picked an older plane because in often the choices that simon would make when it came to how he wanted to like what he would have people wearing what was in the scene be it like you know whatever like um tools objects what have you is 
trying to make it kind of timeless and not have too much of a mm. like a specificity of yeah. when, it, when exactly it was made so that steel mill kinda, junkyard and then yes. land in the most modern <laughs> bright city you could think of oh, it's, it's sort of it's sort of maybe kinda, not modern though, because I maybe not modern yeah that's the word but like i don't uh, know weirdly yeah vegas kind of has this um dated and time especially back then because i really vegas doesn't start getting a lot of that modern stuff i feel like until the 2000s when you start getting yeah that wasn't that. the best like, choice of words yeah no no More it's like fine a, um con but like a a, a plane full of cons like oh we're landing in vegas like yeah i don't know like you kind of want them to jump out and start gambling and gambling yeah which steve buscemi uh, luckily does but yeah <laughs> luckily oh he's the one you want don't want out there uh, i know oh. it's weird how they make you like kind of that's a fun moment at the end i just yeah now i'm just realizing because he's not a very fun character <laughs> no he's not no he's, he's not. a very not fun guy he's not a fun uh, what character. A, he, he, you know what it's my daughter's crazy. birthday today do you mind <laughs> <laughs> uh so where are we um yeah oh, i want i want to see Zach, nick, i want to see nick cage go straight into snake eye like i want all the, like the vegas trilogy just to like somehow be in the same uh, world yeah viva los nicholas um <laughs> He's but got yeah, a honeymoon there, and then he's got to leave there. There's, there's a lot going. He's, there's a lot he's got to do there. Uh, I wonder, I wonder if he has a home there. I would feel like he does. It's <laughs> like one of those places he's got a, he's got a place. <laughs> he's got a house there. Um, Watch out, yeah, man. So, uh, John Cusack explain. Man, I love a good uh, somebody ex- giving you a rundown of all the characters. Here's all the, you know, their names, and they all have cool names. <laughs> and backstories and it's like just hypes up the the movie so well perfect movie for that because it's there's times where it definitely doesn't work in movies like there's a situation very similar to that in suicide squad the jared leto trashy Mm -hmm. one but the movie in in that situation has like had not time has had no time to breathe and they immediately do that at the very beginning beginning of the movie and have like some different music sting for each character this one they're like they're just like real pieces of shit and suicide squad they're like wow we're like oh won't get food again and it just like shows like some like fucking piece of shit like villain it's like no we should not and that's you know can't even catching myself you know being oh stupid jammy's gambling at the end but in this one it's like no they're all pieces of shit and like they're like like playing like some fuck like grungy music and being like no these guys are bad dudes um and one of my oh no I was going to say one of my favorites, uh, but that he comes in the second wave. He is a swamp thing. I love him. I love, yeah. <laughs> I love swamp um, thing. I love swamp thing. I, I that that uh, actor too. That actor. Oh, he's the best man. I, yeah. So the breakdown of all of this, um, God, we got a very, like a young Dave Chappelle. I, I can't remember if this, this has to be before. Is this before or after half baked? I wonder. It's got to be. Oh, it's after, before. Right? It's before. It's gotta, oh my it's gotta, god! That's my guess. I'm gonna, I'll pull up his career. Really? Oh, I'm trying to think because I mean, he some of his earlier stuff. I remember him in like Nutty Professor. I'm trying to think of his. It's probably out before Nutty Professor as well. Oh, half baked '98. Ooh, this is before. This is '97, right? Yeah. Wow. Close. Okay. Very close. Clues. 
Yeah. Um, Clues. Man, he provides so much comedy to this that is. Oh, Men in Tights is 93. Wow. That's that's very baby. Oh, and then Nutty Professor is 96. Nutty Professor was before this. Wow. Interesting. I remember, man, I remember seeing that movie as a young lad. Blue Streak 99. Love that one too. Undercover Brother 2002. Undercover Brother is so funny. Yeah. I wonder that's it's probably funny. he's funny in this movie. What am I talking about? Dave Chappelle's a funny guy. He's a highlight uh, of a lot of those movies that, that we're talking about, even as like someone that you oh, really sure. fucking hate kind of and like Nutty Professor. He's like really bully, like bullying the audience. Uh, like, I don't know. It's and bullying uh, poor Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Clump, uh, clump, yeah. Clumpified, but uh, he gets his come up in a fun way from Buddy Liv. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the movie in so long. I still remember I so much about that. it. Oh my god! Yeah, you're oh, Hercules. Hercules. I, he throws him into the piano, and like, yeah. But Chappelle does a good job at being annoying and embracing. I don't know if just annoying is maybe a simplified way of putting that, but like, he's okay. In, and all these, a lot of these actors, for that matter, are okay not being like perfect and glossy. Uh, you know good you know good looking sort of well well to do i mean obviously they're they're, con- they're like, yeah. convict uh character actors yeah. they're all yeah, but i just think yeah. like fast and furious i don't know and like a lot of movies where everything just everybody mm. just looks so fucking cool exactly and i like how like yeah, yeah these guys look like real pieces it's comical shit. now at this point what the fast movies have done where in every scene no everybody is just so incredibly well put together even yeah. though they're like you know like the villains uh, and everything too yeah oh yeah every it's just such modern like apparently style like stylized clothing and yeah it just it, it really flattens the movie out because no one has the, so much character that we're talking about that these people bring where yeah they have no problem looking like part of you know yeah i don't know in in the actual movie they're they're not like above the movie they're like in the weeds of the movie Mm -hmm. and it just is it's nice because it just helps uh suck you in because that's where they are and you're Mm -hmm. meeting them where they are yeah and And everyone has a has a moment i'd say everyone gets their moment i say oh absolutely yeah um everybody does and if dave Chappelle wasn't in the movie though yeah it would not be as good there is something that stuck out to me is when you know the convicts take over the plane there's this shootout that convict. happens sorry <laughs> convict yeah Muse. I, I was like, God, God. <laughs> <laughs> love you right <laughs> now yeah um what was i gonna say um yeah sorry. so the scene where the convicts have taken over the plane and they need to get ready for the Carson city, which we, yeah, we can play this uh, sound. If you can, if you got that queued up yes. in, a, in a sec, but like how he, how Dave Chappelle, like talks to Cyrus about getting the names, like finding out where these people are, identifying them, working through who needs to get off the plane. All of that stuff rips. It makes this movie awesome. Like it's so kind of procedural like they they need to get ready Great for setup. this oh it's awesome mm-hmm. i loved and i love the way that dave chappelle's like i don't know cyrus but i'm gonna find out and then he like goes off and does this thing it just there's it you can feel that there is a reason why this plan is being enacted is because there have been a lot of things in the 
and who is on this plane have been thought out and they all are bringing some type of like purpose to you know the heist or not Mm -hmm. the heist but like the escape or whatever and it's just so fucking thrilling and i also want to tension with them and then also with john cusack and and cole as well like how there's tension all around like everyone's kind of on edge oh for sure oh my god yeah just so much like unwanted like a lot of ego unprovoked uh, yeah the cole meanie stuff is so funny because john cusack is like starts the, the relationship trying to be nice and amicable and cole meanie just from the get-go is what are you wearing sandals yeah this hippie just calls him a hippie recycling sandals somewhere whatever he's saying and and he's going over like the convicts on there and then john cusack makes kind of like a leftist remark about how you know all like the system being like slightly like empathetic just a little bit Slightly empathetic, saying the system is contributed to these people being in here, and it isn't solely just, you know, there. Yeah, there's the society at large plays a role as to why these people are the way that they are. And Cole Meany's just like, "What are you talking about, boy? You know what a yeah, sissy for thinking that." It's um, so yeah, he and he isn't even like overtly that way. Like for a movie full of stereotypes. Like they don't really drive that home too much with John Cusack of him being some big hippy dippy like uh-huh, right. sort of dude. Like they really zoom in on the sandals with with socks or like some Birkenstocks <laughs> or some shit. Birkenstocks, uh, but like that's like the closest thing. Whatever. And but I mean, he takes the fast car, he drives it, he does some badass stuff. Like, and then him meeting up with Nick Cage at the end and getting shit done together is such a fucking dope way to. Uh, finally you see those two on screen together because like his discovery of finding out that there's someone on board that could help him and they're mm-hmm. back and forth leading up to them seeing each other is a lot of fun and it makes me think about uh yeah other movies that i feel like they they were in another movie together but i think they were antagonist protagonist i think it was like that frozen ground movie or whatever Oh, I think I think they're okay. I think it's called I think uh but I think they were against each other. Anyways, they come up around the same time. John Cusack less action movies, maybe mm, so. Um, but they that. are like their careers are parallel in an in interesting way. Cusack's probably a little younger, is is my guess. But um, yeah, they yeah the maybe, gym. but probably not by a lot. And I mean both. Yeah, I don't know. We're going into this as leading men, right? They had both of them had served in that Definitely. position before. So yeah, yeah, I think them being the two that are working together is if anything, yeah, you just you, you kind of wish that there were actual like more scenes with them together. Could you switch their so. roles? I don't think so. I don't. I really don't. Not the way this movie's made. Yeah, I can picture John Cusack in like inhabiting Cameron Poe in the full of his. Oh, I actually can imagine that. I just can't imagine Nicholas Cage. I can picture Nick Cage as the. That's so funny! Oh my god! I can picture Nick Cage. He's a chameleon. Come on, (laughs) he can do anything. I just feel like in the if he was paired up with Cole Meany, it's like both of them would just like I don't know always be exploding on each other, <laughs> and that would just be like 
Yeah, you'd cut to them and they're both screaming at each other, which is <laughs> no. You just get not- that's where you would get the stereotypical lefty like hip, hippie dippy oh. stuff. Nick Cage would be like, oh, I'm really gonna go all all the way with this idea of like making this guy this this sort of uh, this sort of way. Yeah. Or what if he's a vampire? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a vampire. <laughs> I'm a vampire. <laughs> um, yeah. So Carson City. Yeah, I was Where, just looking. Yeah, I was looking over any any of my notes leading up to this point. I mean, yeah, they they the build up to Sai the Vi um, is a huge fucking deal. That like his whole rap sheet and everything. He's like thirty nine years old. He spent twenty five of those years in prison, which the uh-huh. math there must is just crazy. Of like great in and out a lot, or started at a very young age and was just there for a very long time. I don't know. He's but because of the amount of murders and deaths <laughs> well also that offhand attacks. comment that he's ki- killed more people than cancer is insane oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> that's impossible <laughs> yeah like what is his deal i'm sure john yeah. malkovich is asking the same question and it's like so what exactly have i done <laughs> tell me right <laughs> um lady is uh what was it was lady Jane. lady is a dog in a walt disney movie when some, oh, she, yeah. someone calls oh, that her was before that someone calls yeah. her lady um yeah. my wife and i will have our margaritas on the yacht There's, i wrote that down too what a Spanish, crazy right? thing to have as your sentence to practice spanish in is yeah when are you my gonna wife ever and i will that? have our margaritas on the yacht I've never said that in English before. (laughs) Why would I want to learn a new sentence in Spanish for something I've never said in my native tongue? You're absolutely right. I have never uttered those words. (laughs) I mean, I might have asked where the fucking biblioteca is, but I don't know. (laughs) it's gonna be a lot of my wife and i will have our margaritas on the yacht (laughs) yeah we gotta start saying that (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny i'm glad you brought that up because yeah we skipped over that and i just him learning spanish in jail which he never uses right no i'm just picturing him saying spanish yeah saying spanish speaking spanish there is there's some spanish speaking where cyrus the virus speaks to Mm. uh yeah johnny bente trace or <laughs> what is it and yeah um, yeah that was it yeah well danny trio uh sans mustache uh uh-huh. and malkovich says you're somewhere between the a cockroach and the white stuff at the corner of your mouth or whatever that yeah. like that's the, the kind of shit that he comes up with is just twisted it's <laughs> so twisted hey guys and twisted. you know what the next wings you see will be the flies over it's, your rotting corpse I mean, cor- <laughs> it's his line delivery yeah it's so, so much enunciation it's so it, it much kind enunciation of lithgow yeah it's very lithgow absolutely and as our resident lithgow expert you would know I do my best. I do my best. <laughs> I still gotta uh, watch not, Dexter. I feel like if I'm gonna cite Lithgow, according to Blarge, or or or, or watch, uh, um, fucking what is it? Old, the old man. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, with Bridges and Lithgow. Um, yeah, I'll do that. But I'm glad you brought up the thing about uh, John Malkovich talking to Johnny Bentetres because of what that it sets a rule in place that the convicts aren't have like a moral code. And I think that 
spawns a lot of um they all have like, yeah, their, their way of doing like, things right it's yeah there's um there's an order to this madness which mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know i just i picked up on that and tuned into that this time because yeah like it sets in motion like whenever there is things that are happening between the convicts there are there's a certain like ethics that they operate Mm. by which in turn makes them respond because everybody responds to things because they're not you know they're all convicts and they're not going to just take things on the chin necessarily but they do it in a way where it's like but i i'll do this but i won't do that and Mm -hmm. um yeah, Nick Cage is just riding that line the entire time, and kind of, I really, I, I was picking that up a little bit more this time too, where his uh, chess moves in the midst of all that chaos of everyone having their own wants and needs and and motivations and everything, and how that does kind of cloud their judgment, even though it's a plan that's put together by Cyrus. Not everyone's purview to like what's going on. And the way that Nick Cage really takes advantage of that, I was picking up on, and I really liked the escalation mm-hmm. of how involved that he was getting and how close to that line that he was getting on multiple time, multiple uh, fronts and everything. And his conversation with Ving Rhames about like, Hey, like what's your mm-hmm. deal, man? I don't, ex- I don't, you don't seem like the kind of guy that's going to be playing second fiddle and following this dude around. Cause you know, he was known for, other like terrorist acts and and shit against uh you know like a kind of a, a fucked up and like extremist sort of black power movement or, or something like I that think was, so, was, right. was something that he was involved in and his explanation was just like all in, in all due time like i'm just gonna play along with this for now and then by the time we get to mexico wherever they're going uh mm-hmm. then that's when i'm that's when his plan Columbia, maybe yeah, he's like, I my plan begins there. Like, I'm just trying to get there, and then once I'm there, then I can do whatever the fuck totally. I want. But this is just a means to an end, my honky friend, or whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I love that, and and just that everyone's yeah, everyone's got their got their plan, and Cyrus's plan coming more and more to full view as the movie goes on too, because it because it, it could have easy easily been more of just uh, impromptu, like oh they took the plan, they're trying to make the best of the situation. But finding out his jail cell and going back to that location, that was really filled this movie out for me as well of getting that escalation of how much of a villain he really is and how planned he does have some of this stuff, not in an overly, overly convoluted way. And I don't think it really gets there. It never is feels convoluted. It just feels like it doesn't, you know, maybe finding blueprints to a plane was a little much, but it's just like, yeah. I, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. It's like an old junker plane. It, it looks like, and he found some fucking old shitty blueprints. It's just that stuff added a lot to it. I agree. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love a good cipher, you know, mm-hmm. little um, mystery solving in the midst of the movie yeah. where, yeah, they figure out um, where they're going. Right. Mm-hmm. The old switch of the yeah. black box or whatever was fun. Mm-hmm. That was after oh, the yeah. First, first... And how a pro, yeah. How active Dave Chappelle is in the execution of that. Like it, it, he isn't, he's a really quite an important character. Like he initiates the, the break, like, you know, kind of the breakout or whatever, which was really something about him coughing up that little thing. And oh my God. That that shit, fire. Yeah. Uh-huh. So crazy. And then and that kind of um, pays off like later when he's like trying to get back on, he's like, 
that other guy that got burned it's like i'm not fucking helping you <laughs> he gets yeah. stuck in the landing gear yeah all that stuff is great oh man yeah and um you get off the plane else? a couple times you know like we transfer new prisoners new faces and they, that's where we get garland green uh steve buscemi which really yeah, is just thing, yeah. uh as uh, as they say nowadays on social media is given hannibal lecter vibes <laughs> oh okay <laughs> so, hashtag hannibal i mean when you um, put a mask on and yeah he's got his own little apparatus to to sit on it's like yeah it was just funny that he's such a such a tiny frail weak dude and i get that that's like the yeah kind of the paradigm like the joke the whole thing of yeah, it the, yeah uh, totally. i mean i guess the same could be said for for hannibal lecter but um that's the that, but that is like oh now you're making me think of the benefit though of the are the perfect casting that is Hannibal for that with um what's his face um Tony um, old Tony Hopkins Tony Tony Hoppies Tony, Tony Hoppies um is he's kind of a like a stocky ish dude uh-huh. so he kind he's of rides that weird, he's he rides that line a little bit of like yeah he's a shorter guy but I don't know he see you know he has he, um kind of a uh yeah a weight to him and uh so he is scary but yeah uh steve buscemi is very frail um i read such a funny thing that uh during the filming of one of his scenes where he's like actually like in on the plane and in his little cage or whatever um they like forgot about him and he was like (laughs) steve buscemi was stuck (laughs) with the mask on and like tied up and everything I mean, he couldn't see shit because of the mask Fuck. <laughs> and yeah That's he just uh up. had to uh just wait it out and Damn. then yeah the camera was there everyone's just, at lunch and I just being like so hey where's Steve? that day that God, we did that, that to him where that yeah, realization we were, must yeah it must have been awful shooting a couple things you know a couple scenes in that you know well at once or not at once but like next to each other back to back and yeah um god yeah just to be stuck in that that uh that suit and and that would be i mean i I saw like a a video recently of like these people that were stuck on a roller coaster upside down for like for like one of those carnival rides where it's just like and they're just upside down for like a half hour to an hour or something i'd be like it just gives me the fucking willies man i hate that that sounds awful and the person on the microphone is like how's everyone doing how's everyone doing up there we're doing okay and everyone's like no Oh, let yeah. us down. Oh, no. They're like, oh, someone's coming. Don't worry. That's like, is uh, that? Does that like? Do you? Does something happen? Like, do you pass out if you're upside down long enough? Like, what happens? It probably happens to some people. So a I, lot I, of I, chest I pain, all the blood rushing to your head. Like, that's that's got to. I, I'm sure you would. I'm sure some people would pass out. That's, that oh, sounds yeah. like a torture tactic. So, yeah, severe complications are even fatal because you're just the blood is just starting to go all to your skull and behind the eyes. Ugh. No. Yeah. No. Nope. 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 That's uh temporary. Went, it could lead to a temporary loss of vision, and would eventually kill you. Yeah. Long enough. Wow. I went to Carnival recently. It was yeah, it was fun. But man, those rides are intense. They always has. They always have been. But man. Going recently, I was like, fuck. I, yeah, I can't do this anymore. I did like one or two and I was like, oh, okay. Because uh, they're all just like, Whoa. all of them are just like, fucking spin the shit out of you. That's all. I mean, at a carnival, 
It's not as much right, about the roller right, coasters; right. it's more just like spin the shit out of you and the UFO ride. Yeah, they had that one. I did the one where you just yeah, you get spun and then they sh- throw the coat cover over you, or whatever, and you just and you're like squished next to the person uh, next to you. But yeah, at a certain point, they like throw a cover over you and it's all dark. It's just it's just, all that shit is there to like fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. so, I don't know. You could, I, it was it was hard. I was like, I'm getting sick already. Um, also, I was going to say for this this movie, I watched uh, whatever was available. I think I did an AMC Plus trial. Oh, you did that uh-huh, to, to just fucking it. yeah, just to uh, get it for free because I immediately canceled the subscription after I uh, got the trial. But uh-huh. yeah it's censored so even censored, something like yeah. it was spitters and critters is it shitters and critters or sorry shitters, shitters shitters and spitters uh yeah correct. It was spitters and critters is what what they said that's so funny and there was okay. a couple of those because i was gonna stop almost like at the beginning i'm like this could be fun because like yeah let's see what kind of weird shit they they plug in here and if i can notice but also some of those lines just don't hit as hard and that that kind of sucked um welcome to the machine that was a good one when they uh see Chappelle in the landing gear uh the one guy like or is it being rams puts it on nick cage to shove him down but before he does he write he writes a note and everything but i think at one point they like hit his face or like oh like oh poor guy or whatever and like they move him or something and he like his face like winces Oh, it's kind of like a little bit. Like I don't know, they like mm. smack him or something, and this you can see his face oh, kind of be like yeah. a little wincing thing, and it just cracked cracked me up this time. And that's after watching this movie, however, like ten times, and you just kind of like start to really hone hone in on stuff. Hone <laughs> in on the background, yeah, yeah. Make the Manson uh, family look like the Parcher family. There's just like too many. There are too many lines. There's I I was like writing lines, trying to keep up, them. and I was like, there's just there's just too many. Um, oh yeah absolutely what's wrong with him my first thought would be a lot (laughs) (laughs) commercial break and they had the commercial break fade out on the amc thing too so you can see where they they would fade to commercials it was kind of fun to see it like because that's how i imagine this movie too watching like tnt or some shit (laughs) sorry boss but there's only two men i trust one of them's me and the other's not you. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that shit's most dumb, redundant stuff. Uh, that, like, it's like supposed to yeah. sound cool, but it's also like, okay. <laughs> pretty, pretty silly. Yeah. Put Bunny back in the box. We kind of just talked about that uh, a little bit because that was right around where the Dave Chappelle stuff, right? Um, I think that's when, no, that's uh, the second Carson. time they go into the, because yes. that's when the other dude starts to suspect him. And this time around, I also was thinking, I'm like, I get that this is an affront to their plan, but also this guy has taken a very special interest in Nick Cage. Like he really goes to great lengths uh-huh. to like yeah. find out about, out about Nick Cage. And I guess, you know, they set it up well. Cause he's like, Hey, I was in fucking C block or whatever. Like, I don't remember seeing you there. Uh-huh. Right. Yes. And starts to, yeah. Cause Nick Cage has put a front that he is staying on the, he has told everybody that he's actually going to continue to be in jail for a while, but he's not, he's going home to his baby mm-hmm. girls. So Changes his mind, um, yeah. that lie is getting ex- slowly exposed, um, which is, yeah, you're right. Happens predominantly between Carson and Vegas right or something like that right? yeah they they do the one stop at the junkyard um 
and the that? junkyard kind of is so weird to me because there's no one there but then there's that girl it's there such a movie. Just, it's and such then there's oh, that old it's like uh, the only two people in that whole area were a little girl and that <laughs> older guy the little girl and i just like who lives in this town what kind of town is this why is this girl here uh yeah it just really makes you think that that girl is a figment of garland green's imagination because it just yeah, is like so that. surreal uh-huh. how there's no one else around like how like is garland every... able to just w- she's gotta walk be a ghost into... it really feels like it because yeah there's just no one in that town that it's like but some man, that 50s whole... like nuclear test site that this little girl exactly somehow right. got it's like um was living abandoned there. strip <laughs> yeah absolutely the other guy that um, like uh well he's like flying his other his own plane over and gets like run uh-huh. off the road that guy's in a shit ton of commercials i don't know what his act, the actor's name is but he's in so many commercials and it's fun seeing like those kind of people are like oh it's uh-huh that guy's like like bald guy in 30 rock that's in that was like in the caveman commercials and geico and so i know he's in a bunch of commercials it's like that must be an interesting career too just being a very prolific uh-huh. commercial actor and occasionally getting a a movie role must be interesting yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah i feel like that that's happened currently with the at&t girl where i feel oh, like she has yeah. been in a couple movies recently i haven't seen them because i think they're just Malena like trevor like, straight werewolves within i think that movie looked pretty good it's got oh, okay a, cool it's got yeah, that man, one what the a, one guy that's in uh he appears in doughboys and he's in the tomorrow war the guy or sam, the girl? sam richardson is that his oh sam richardson's from yeah from like detroiters and yes uh, I think him, yeah yeah, yeah man he's oh he's so fucking funny yeah he's good um that scene with the plane uh, trying to escape but getting very not going very far the plane crash landing all of the stuff in that airport then ends up being this i i don't know about you but don't you love a scene where they set up this little diet like diorama out of stuff so silly love it oh like okay so here's where this is and this can or whatever what's that that's a rock that's a rock (laughs) oh so good love that shit i love that shit the other thing i thought was so weird and funny was like they actually have them like towing the plane and then a dude with a whip like fucking t- like whipping yeah. with the guy so they're pulling it was it <laughs> the guy so that's silly. like uh, in j- was it the guy that's in jail for being too gay was that the guy that was whipping no <laughs> I-, <laughs> I forget who was doing the whipping i don't know it was oh, just yeah. such like a an image like, like i had a crime other than that like let's just have this image of them towing this this plane it'll just look cool i don't know it just doesn't <laughs> It was, or you pull pull a fucking plane through sand or whatever they were doing um have you lost your mind according to the last psyche valve psyche yes valve. yes <laughs> so many good and ones. this is the you know kind of the conclusion really of the um uh carson city no not carson city the um abandoned airport thing was the sigh anara yeah oh man <laughs> Woo! throwing a cigarette on because you see the guy standing behind him with the cigarette you know it's going to be used and he chucks it and all that backstabbing i think was a i don't know i just something that i never really paid as much attention to watching this movie and i guess yeah this this with the whole like oh who's fronting this whole operation and it's just like 
drug lord mob boss guy from uh i don't know it was like i forget the guy's name bolivia or colombia or something, something like that, that. yeah and uh yeah. and then then he double crosses him and gets caught trying to leave him that other plane and there's a yeah there's there's some layers there's some fun you know some there's some <laughs> like the pace is so hot but then like there's when they land when they land and, and everything there are like the comedic moments are played for comedy you know with dave Chappelle flirting with you know the random woman that's oh i guess they're they're about to take off in that in that tour uh plane but he's like hey what do you have the prettiest eyes i've seen in like five to ten or something like he says something like that i thought that was just a funny funny line um and, and shit like that is just like that when it does breathe and cut between that and like the john cusack stuff it never gets to be like boring or me like you know looking away away or anything like that and when it's about to that's like really when they start to you know fucking get to vegas and and yes, that shit uh-huh. really pops off and a fun action like action scene after action scene that just escalates and escalates uh where you're in the air and then now you're on the ground in this uh just bonkers bonkers set piece um but is it is there anything else that i'm missing before we're in vegas i no that's pretty much it i isn't it so funny that they land in they land on the strip in vegas when Vegas is in a fucking desert where you could like land <laughs> yeah. anywhere else. Like why of all places would you That's land it in Vegas? Like go land. It's the only safe spot is this. <laughs> yeah, we like, got to land on asphalt. That looks like a no, landing it's strip. the opposite. James It's the only unsafe spot. <laughs> everywhere else is fine. I'm like, what the hell? And Swamp like, Thing <laughs> while landing there where he's, he should be contemplating his, his own mortality. He's like, it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. MC Gay, that guy. Yeah. He's just got a wild look on his face all the time. He's oh, just, and he's down for whatever. Oh yeah. I love that character. Swamp Thing's fun. Yeah. They land, they fucking launch out. They get in a fucking fire truck. Like there's, it just so yeah. much goes on. And, and such like, a, like it reminds me of like of a, a, a boy, <laughs> a boy playing with his toys really is, is what, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, yeah. The ladder's going around and you shoot water and fucking. And then, uh, this is, uh, I mean, I'm kind of barreling through that, but the, the end yeah. of, uh, sigh, Riss and how we say sayonara to him reminds me of how you've described uh certain deaths in, in films or whatever as being yeah. super dead. Super dead. He dies like five times. <laughs> five times. Like there is yeah, there's zero question whether or not he's dead. <laughs> like he goes through that, like he's locked onto the ladder gets raised above and in in is crucifying on top of a fire truck ladder through a bridge somehow breaks through the handcuffs and launches through that and then the music changes the music actually like does a record scratch and goes and then does a and then see this fucking hydraulic press like going and he just gets fucking moves slowly into it so he can really just 
savor it, savor it all in. And you get really POV of the hydraulic press going directly into his, his face. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, very memorable. And so you, you think it is a little too much at the end here is a little like in you're just chasing, exa- exhausted by that point. Oh my God. I'm exhausted. Yeah, yeah. no, the it's a lot of this stuff. Like, cause there's a lot of time spent on the, like them chasing in the cars with the um, fire truck and shit. Yeah. That I'm a little bit like, you know, because it, it could have been a situation where, I don't know, I feel like you crash the plane and you don't necessarily need all the car stuff. Like uh-huh. maybe it's like kind of like a, a heat situation where you like run through a little bit and mm-hmm. then you get to like a back area maybe of, you know, it's, to that effect. It's just like a lot of like, you know, barreling around on a car where I'm like, yeah, I mean, by the Well, by you the know, those old movie, steel mills that are just sitting in the middle of the Las Vegas Strip. The, right, exactly. It's one of those old. You, you start in a steel mill, you end in a steel. I don't know what this place is. <laughs> and bookend it with steel mills. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm Bruckheimer. <laughs> I'm Bruckheimer. Um, Here, yeah, sweet, ma- sweet home Alabama. Oh, that's earlier. Make a move. The bunny gets. Oh, that's earlier too. Yeah, you know. I'm going to show you. God does exist. We forgot about that. That scene. That that part is possibly one of the best parts of the movie. Where. He just stands up, chunks a bullet in the arm, Ugh. and then just goes to work. Is one of the best cinematic moments <laughs> in, in history. Got the whole world in his hands. Is is Buscemi's just singing as they're crashing? Is is pretty uh-huh. insane. There's a lot of nice cars that Bruckheimer destroys. I put in, put in my notes. He just likes destroying nice cars. I don't know. Police drop a donut during the action scene. Just like I don't. It's just like silly stuff silly stuff and that's that's pretty much all my notes and end is just super dead yeah Hydro- oh, yeah press. like you were saying before we started recording and uh yeah i mean my notes honestly stopped way before this but like yeah once you get into the plane mm-hmm. crashing into vegas it's just you know there's not any new plot or character you know stuff it's just pay dirt all the way to the end of just uh yeah chases and run around and people dying and explosions and all that i thought it was really fun that the uh, so we we had watched a little bit before this about the models and how they did the like plane crash oh so cool but um the when the plane actually hole goes into the casino that was a real thing because they were demoing the Mm -hmm. sands casino yes i'm too too young to know what that was about well i was actually thank you for bringing this up because uh and i saw my father recently and i was able to talk to him a little bit about it and he said it wasn't the same i thought it was the sands as well i don't know he said it i forget what he said it was because him Mm. and my mom were actually at las vegas when they were filming this fucking movie oh my god that's so cool i remember like even when i would watch parts of it or whatever growing up and I hadn't seen the whole thing. My pa- I would always know this movie as the one that my parents had like been there for some of the filming of. And there would always be like, yeah, they wow. were like, had this big plane set up and were knocking, like destroying this. I don't know if they were there for like the destru- destruction of the, the casino or whatever, but they said they were, they would look out their window and just kind of watch it at, at the, that night. And they would just kind of like, look out and be able to see it from their their hotel so oh my god how cool thank you for yeah i was trying to remember to, and i tried to ask him a few more questions but i don't know I don't, I don't know if he uh yeah it just seemed like they were able to see see part of like the big uh yeah big sure set, you know it's cool <laughs> oh my god yeah what a what a great little anecdote because yeah i mean what a it 
it's kind of, it reminded me knowing that fact of, yeah, like, um, what is it? Spectre and James Bond of like a movie taking advantage of, uh, the destruction of a memory, like a building. Yeah. yeah. Like a transformation happening in an area and mm-hmm. taking advantage of it. I feel like there's um, like oceans 13 might've done that as well with the, oh, with one of the casinos and like, even like, uh, Oh sure. Sure. Dark sure, sure. night. I, I had that hospital building. I don't know what the deal is with that, but it's, that seemed like something that they didn't build to, to destroy. And so I'm just wondering uh-huh. yeah, like these like defunct kind of, kind of buildings that they, that you kind of just use for, for that stuff is, has such an effect on just seeing a fucking building coming down. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So just again, it's just another check like or another a- yeah. addition that this movie has where it's like, I love these things in movies and this has it, you yeah. know, like we've talked about with the whole litany of things of um, the, you know, things that characters do in the movie situations in the movie, all of that, this movie, God, it just, has it all <laughs> it nails it, it really man and as, far, and as far as an action movie is concerned and something that i would feel confident if you're sitting there with a group of people and they want to watch an action movie i don't know i would feel pretty confident with this one pleasing a good variety of people even the people that mm-hmm. don't necessarily like it their criticisms will be the same reason, the same things that the people who do love it. Like those will be the reasons that people love it. It's a Mm. big, dumb action movie. And if that's not your thing, then you're not, yeah, you're not going to like this movie, but the people who do love it is like, Oh, it's a big, dumb action movie. It's great. Oh yeah. It's the most big, dumb, most movie thing you could, you could lay your eyes on. And and it's like these, these aren't real people. This is all a facade and it's a blast. And you just get to like, I don't know. Curtain, sure. Curtains up and you go on the ride and it's, <laughs> you're just very, very aware that you're watching a movie the whole time, but in the best way possible. I I, I don't know. Um, but I, I'm going to get into some of these reviews. Going to take a little yep. uh, bathroom break and uh, we'll be right back to, to check them out. All right. Sounds good. Okay. We're fucking back. We're back. Yeah, we We're back. Uh, let's check out some critic reviews. Let's uh, do it. These people didn't like it. 58% score by the critics on Rotten Tomatoes, a thing that didn't exist when this movie came out, uh, which is always fun to try to find movies that fit that bill. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's it's some of the numbers might even be misleading as to people actually felt at the time because mm-hmm, this thing did, did not exist. Uh, but James Berardinelli from real views gave it a two out of four. Uh, he says sifting through this, sitting through this movie is like watching a dog running in circles, chasing its tail. The amusement factor dies quickly as the situation becomes repetitive. <laughs> Mark Savlov, Austin Chronicle, two out of five. If you're looking to kill a couple of hours, there are worse fates awaiting you out there. Out there. <laughs> Out there in the world, out there with all of the stuff that's going on in the world, there are worse <laughs> things than this. Uh, from David Starrett from Christian Science Monitor, gave it a one out of four. The movie sends two mean spirited messages one is that bad criminals are no better than animals and should be treated accordingly, the other is that hatred, mayhem, and destruction are rip roaring ing- ingredients for summer entertainment. 
Yeah. Yeah. Rip roaring. Rip roaring. That's like the most, that's the closest thing they can get to cussing over there. Christian science monitor. He said rip roaring. From Mix LaSalle, San Francisco Chronicle. I kept thinking that if their budget were two out of four, I kept thinking that if their budget were cut in half, they would have made a better picture. If the special effects department were put on a much stricter budget, the show might have had the develop had to develop the characters beyond caricature. That's not necessarily uh, true. I'm not not true at all. I don't think the fact like I don't think you take away money from the special effects is going to make the characters any different. I think that was already set. <laughs> Some of that stuff, maybe not according to John Malkovich, but you know, I'll do one more from stinky side of critic town. Um, Ooh, from James Sanford from the Kalamazoo Gazette. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> um, actually, I'm going to do one more after this from Peter Travers, but James Sanford says, Cast actors with a bit of box office clout, hire directors smart enough to shoot each explosion so it can be shown multiple times from different angles, and find a script with all the depth and complexities of a coloring book. And action. <laughs> Snarky McSnarkerson. Snarky. Um, <clears throat> this was a, oh, I'll do the, there was a, I should just read the whole thing from Peter Chavers, but this is one of his blurbs is, they're the worst of the worst. So's the movie. Oh, and then his other one here. Uh Oh, con air has all the signs of a hit. That's depressing. Wow. Like taking down the biz, taking down audience and people making the movie combined being like the whole environment of movie making depresses him wow <laughs> the fact that it's successful is a bummer to him he's sad at, at the success yeah, this of this existential crisis like, I, he, i'm not with it i don't get it these things that people like i don't i don't know man um let's check out what the audience does enjoy about this movie with their more positive score of a 75 very solid <laughs> Very solid 75, um, but it is a very vocal positive. I don't know. If you go to Amazon, look at the reviews there. There's 9,290, uh, and the average goes to 4.7 out of 5. 84% of those reviews are five stars. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a lot of people that are showing a lot of vociferous love for this, for this uh, movie. 240 ratings on Google reviews. Average of four and a half. Uh, the majority are five stars. So people that love this movie, like really fucking love it. I, yeah. Well. <clears throat> One of those people is Jamie J. Justice gave it a five starred uh, review titled. Just put the bunny in the box and watch it. Uh, they say, while my husband despises this movie, I've watched it three times in the past month between Nick Cage's Whoa. horrendous <laughs> Southern accent. I'm from Tennessee. It's offensive. And the thin storyline at best, the plot and acting leave a bit to be desired, but what it lacks in actual cinematic cred, it makes up for in lots of explosions. Don't overthink it. If you start thinking you'll wonder why a plane full of the country's craziest criminals isn't more secure, and it's all downhill from there. But, <laughs> but the upswing of this movie is some humorous lines, a weird scene with Steve Buscemi in an, an abandoned swimming pool, 
Plus, Nick Cage eventually ends up in a dirty white tank top, essential for any action movie. <laughs> and he is ripped, so there's a payoff at the end for anyone wow. looking to ogle some sweaty Nicholas C. <laughs> this movie has what any action movie should Lady a lot of vehicles. There's a vintage car, helicopters, motorcycles, fire trucks, and of course, an aircraft. Paired with a lot of ridiculously awesome explosions and topped with a love story to end all love stories. Wow. A dude just wants to get to Alabama to see his wife and child after being wrongly imprisoned and sent home via inmate death plane. Check mm. out a bit and check out this movie and put the bunny back in the box. From Jamie J. <laughs> Justice. Yeah. Oh. Uh, from <clears throat> do another one from uh, Goth Gone Gray. Five stars titled The 90s Look Like This. Honest. The cast alone on this classic makes it worth watching. John Cusack and Nicolas Cage versus a bunch of ripped cons like Danny Trejo with the addition of the cunning John Malkovich and the ever-talented and completely unsettling here, Steve Buscemi. Explosions? Check. Dubious yeah. plot that should never, ever happen. I love a review with a checklist. Check. Oh, yeah. Ridiculously bad accent by Cage? Check. Yeah, check. Drawled out into multiple syllables. It's entirely chock full of 90s ridiculousness and totally worth an evening with popcorn and somewhere between enjoying and mocking the insanity. Uh-oh. That's the thing. You kind of got to be in on, on. There's a little joke you got to be in on, I, I think. I think Goth Gone Gray has got it going on. Uh, we'll do one more from Samuel G. Five stars titled The Best Movie of All Time. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. I wonder what this guy thinks of this movie. One cannot simply write a review of Con Air. Who is worthy to place value upon that which is priceless? Would one dare to critique Beethoven's Fifth? Or Monet's Lilies? Uh-huh, right. The dare? art itself <laughs> speaks more to the human condition than could I in a hundred years. Oh. For in the consuming of the art, one learns more about themselves than the art itself. This is the most culture review I've ever heard. Like all great pieces of work, excluding my ex-wife. <laughs> what? <laughs> Con Air stands far above the rest of cinema. Wow! Holy not shit! Not needing the affirmation from his wife in there. Not needing the affirmation from me nor another of higher repute. Oh. In viewing this piece. One steps into a realm of higher humanity, a euphoric out-of-body experience that transcends time and space. This is insane. To watch is to truly live. Enjoy and live. Wow. Standing up. I'm going to clap for myself. I'm clapping for Samuel G. Samuel G. Thank you, Samuel G. That was Holy one shit. of the best reviews I've I've ever read okay. in my life, especially on this show. And the little so deserving to, for this movie, so classy, <laughs> and then to just drop like a fucking shameless ex-wife bit the in the middle of it was. <laughs> I I'm blown away. Complex. <laughs> 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 a real roller coaster. Samuel G's got a lot going on. <laughs> going on. <laughs> he's, he's he's by himself watching Connor. 
right? Conair. Just not uh, just watching it, but really ex-wife catching know. some shade. You know, you know how it is. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, uh, I I don't know. I think we even started with you know the we kind of get the polarizing nature of it. Um, the Peter Travers line, I think really hits me more than anything about like, it's, it's, it is about the movie, but also much bigger than that, where he's, he's taking issue with the fact that these kind of movies are popular and he's worried about the cultural culture of cinema and some Mm -hmm. sort of, I don't know, and more intellectual sort of, sort of way that is, unnecessary when you're viewing a movie like like this and uh there should always be movies like this and maybe fast and furious is a version of it now that's that's popular but uh big dumb action movies uh should always exist and a lot of them are relegated to much smaller budgets uh i'd say now and and there are a lot of the geezer pleaser sort of things and a lot of like the um, you know, the, the bins at CVS or whatever that are, they're holding all the old, like, you know, I know Bruce Willis is going through a lot, but a lot of like the later, latter, uh, Bruce Willis stuff. <clears throat> and this is something that is a big budget, big cast, a lot of explosions, action movie. That is a blast. There's a good amount of practical effects with the models mixed with, uh, you know, the compositing and, and the real stuff as well. It's just, I, I don't know. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a big thing. It's, it is a little bit of like the art, the artifice of it all. But even when you get into the weeds of the mm-hmm. plot and the pace of it all as well, I mean, there's enough there to keep you going. And in a movie with a lot of characters, uh, they are going to, I don't know. And in, in this, especially an action, big dumb action movie, like, some of them are going to come across as stereotypes. Some of them aren't going to be the the best people as they are. A lot of them are uh, convicts and uh, yet they are like, I don't know, just a, a group of people that you're stuck with on a plane in almost a claustrophobic sort of way that you're okay with because you got Nicolas Cage there to hold your hand through the whole process and to show you the light and to make you mm. believe that God does exist. 10 out of 10. No. Uh, I'll yeah. Just, I'll, oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'll right get, no, yeah, I'll get my review. Why not? Um, or my score. Yeah, I'm, what is my, right. what is, what I'd say this is a tough one. This is a fucking tough one. This is fucking tough. <laughs> a lot of fucking. I'm like in between five. I feel like between like five numbers. And I think okay. I'm going to, I feel like I'll go on the higher end. Um, of course, man. Shit. It's fucking con air dog. It's fucking con air. 93. Cool. Very good. Very. Yeah. That's yeah. That's where it needs to be. It needs to be. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to get too many contradictory feelings in uh, overall. Very rewatchable like that. And that's a huge thing. Like super rewatchable. 
I just I, I I can't sing enough the praises of a wholly original idea, even that it's pretty fucking goofy uh, being the, uh, made at this budget level, feeling this just fast and loose and grand. Um, it is. Yeah, it, it makes me long for the days really at this point that it wasn't something based on an IP and it was just we're going to give uh, a pretty goofy concept all things considered to uh a filmmaker to make a movie that really it's because it has such little cgi in this which i love another part of this movie i love it really ends up being so timeless because not a lot of stuff looks overall that dated and i think Mm -hmm. that also speaks to the way that visually the movie looks it it just it I, i really have to commend uh simon west on this is like it is very of its time but has a lot of timeless elements to it and mm-hmm. i think he was going for that and i think he fucking nailed it yeah um so okay. i mean i'm gonna watch this movie for the rest of my life you know what i mean mm-hmm. and um so i'm gonna give it um yeah i was a little bored at the end of it with the 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 truck stuff it's exa- um, it is a little exhausting. Yeah, it's it's a high octane, and there's a like a whole another set piece at the end that uh, I don't know. You you almost don't expect. Yeah, you expect them to land and for things to get wrapped up, but that does it does trail a bit. But it is pretty dope too. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome though. Um, I'm gonna give it a ninety. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give it a ninety percent. I'm gonna give it you know right on the. Yeah, I think there's enough there to not to to be 10 percent off the best off perfect <laughs> there's definitely there there's stuff there so yeah i'm yeah. I'm, I'm at 90 so yeah mm-hmm. but ballpark buds uh, by and large on con air man which we knew this so was much gonna fun. be the case and we picked it on you know with the intent of doing something that we can easily a movie we can get back into having a discussion after we have both been busy doing stuff and it's nice to get back on the pod and talk about movies because it's the best and this mm-hmm. movie's the best so yeah always dude con, con air yeah and i it, i try not okay. to have it be boring where we're just lauding the praises of uh, and, and praising this whole you know movie for the whole <laughs> yeah right episode and, and you know there's we've been guilty of that probably i mean whatever we we've, mm. we've had fun so if you sure. have whatever it doesn't matter we have it fun wasn't <laughs> some of those comedies oh, like oh night at the Roxbury is so funny can you believe it if nick schultz is there you can believe we're gonna be like remember when remember when mm-hmm. but it's a great time and i could do that and we did that a lot this episode time. too uh and there's just going to be movies like that and that's a part of the the joy of it all and um i don't know that's uh totally i could totally see somebody not liking this, this movie maybe but like oh. i would i would i would also kind of question a little bit of like oh what other movies do you like you know like well mm-hmm. what, what, what do you like because this is just pure joy tell for me, me why this movie doesn't yeah work for you yeah exactly. it's, it's it's pure joy and yeah for i can see pure for a lot for some people not everything works and if you don't like action movies maybe, maybe that's a thing but uh man what a fun time fun time talking about it as always we're a little behind on halloween season uh with our uh own own uh stuff that we've been doing but we're catching up and we're gonna start getting into some uh scary movies here might dip into some november scary times a little uh i, I was gonna i was trying to come up with a name for it but this one i know is not a good one and you'll see why because i was like oh it's gonna be an octo novo horror whoa <laughs> the horror does not probably work but the horror <laughs> i'm gonna work on it it's an octo novo horror 
horror uh, movie. Uh, <laughs> horror, mm-hmm. horror. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, killing it right now on the promotional <laughs> side for this uh, from this next phase of the podcast. I uh, love it. You know what? No, it, the it's an Octo Novo. Right? <laughs> we'll, just with, we'll just stick with Octo Novo. Yeah, it's Octo Novo. It's Octo Novo. Okay. You know what? It's fine. It's an Octo Novo <laughs> event, um, and we're uh, we're starting it with a very wacky weird horror movie sci-fi horror movie from 2009 called why not? let's keep it yeah let's keep it wacky right <laughs> let's put I'm, that on a bumper sticker am i right let's keep it wacky <laughs> why aren't things wacky anymore make america yeah. wacky again <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is <laughs> you've been saying that for years now <laughs> yep and i'm just in my uh you know clown outfit and i'm just on the streets <laughs> and pinwheel hat yeah <laughs> just begging the world to just eating add a some giant silliness. <laughs> I got one of those hand buzzers. I got you know, yeah. oh yeah, my flower shoots water out of it and on, <laughs> on occasion. Uh, just epitomize wackiness. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's the, you're the mayor of Wacky Town, right? God, I wish. <laughs> That's my other. I go on corn dream that, job. Am I right? <laughs> I go over to city hall and you know, every other weekend and, and pe- that's my other petition. Mm-hmm. The current mayor of wacky town is not wacky <laughs> enough and he must be stopped. Back in my day, things were really wacky. What is up with all this woke clowns? <laughs> wow. Oh, all right everybody <laughs> oh it seems that a make america wacky again was not so different from <laughs> what it was based on <laughs> <laughs> what i'm just oh, glad man. i just wanted yeah, to be yeah. wacky yeah. it got co-opted i don't have an place. agenda oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> oh just hit, shake my hand and take this literature no I yeah. um I eat that can of peanuts or whatever those that gag was oh yeah they're goya peanuts uh, oh. <laughs> oh no oh, shit. oh we're uh yeah, we're doing we're a we're doing a horror movie um it's from 2009 mm-hmm. fine time to be alive and see yeah, a sci-fi horror movie called splice 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 it is a certified fresh critically reviewed you've been telling me about this movie for years i feel like i don't think i've ever seen it i've only seen it once (laughs) but it really stuck in in (laughs) it was in 2009 in movie theaters and i've only seen it once and i just remember being affected by it deeply (laughs) that's so so much so that i never wanted to see it again but then also i wanted to like talk about it too (laughs) so this will be a perfect opportunity to all to do both of those things <laughs> to see it again and then talk about it and to rehash some of those feelings. Uh, it is, and it's a certified fresh 75% movie, uh, according to critics and a poopy doopy snoopy 37% from audience. Uh-huh. Um, it is in, according to, I don't know. It almost seems like the blank, what the blank check guys say, or like, this is a movie that doesn't exist as well. Especially oh, right. like a th- certified fresh movie that just doesn't exist. Um, yeah me being really into it and be like, Oh, it's a del Toro produced thing. I, I think I, I don't know. That's what I remember at the time. I don't know if it's, I don't know if that's right. actually true, but I remember that's what they 
advertised on the trailer in, in my memory, but uh, we're going to see what happens with old Splice. Get a little spooky here. Uh, congratulations, you made it through our uh, riveting episode of Con Air, featuring your forever guest and the great Brandini. Yes, uh, sir. If you like what you've heard, you want to respond yeah. in any way. Uh, if you like us, if you like, like us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, hashtag uh, smash that like button, uh, subscribe yeah. and review on Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, we stream live on twitch.tv slash pod. Oh, we're fucking cool. Um, you know, you can you can send us something at polarize the pod at gmail.com if, if you feel interested on in making a connection with locals in your area. Oh uh, yeah. We're there for you. Um, Brandini, it's been a true pledge. Yes. Um, looking forward to Damn. our next app. I'm ready. I'm ready for spooky one. season. Yeah. Yep. You've, you've been, uh, I'm gearing on. up for spooky time. So I'm ready yeah. to catch up. I'm in spooky town. Halloween town. That's oh, I love that movie. Halloween town. I'm there. Don't I'm tempt the mayor me. Of Halloween town. Don't tempt me. Oh, I'm a warlock. I'm the mayor of Wacky Town. <laughs> a couple of mayors hanging out. Yeah, it's a real. That's a little right leaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Arr>. Anyways, <laughs> well, this episode's been great. <laughs> Such a weird bit. All right, uh... <laughs> and I love it. Because <laughs> I'm a warlock. Because I'm the mayor of Halloween Town. Oh, cool. God, I'm gonna go watch that movie. All right. Love you all. See you next time. Love you all. Bye. Bye-bye.